you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hey, you guys, how's it going? I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving week last week. So I was off last week on an episode. Um, But yeah, I hope you just had an amazing Thanksgiving, whatever that looked like for you. We had a scaled down version, um, which was, you know, still nice. And it's been, it had been two years since I had like a real Thanksgiving um, dinner because last year we did something dumb. We did, um, we did Italian food. It's not dumb. It's just like when you want Thanksgiving, you want Thanksgiving food. So for some reason we did Italian food last year. And then the year before I was in Thailand. So we didn't have Thanksgiving food um, that year either. So this year I was really, really looking forward to it and it did not disappoint. It was everything that I wanted. So um, yeah, I just hope you had some good time spending with family or friends, or if you did a Zoom call or whatever you did for Thanksgiving, took some time to uh, spend with the people that you love. So as we close out 2020, this is what this episode is going to be about, how to close out the year um, and look towards next year. Uh, Up front on this episode, I also want to tell you I'm going to be taking the rest of December off. I am doing a little revamp of this podcast and kind of reworking how I I don't want to say structure things, but I'm going to include um, a video portion of this podcast also. So it's going to be like on YouTube and I'm going to have the video content as well. So I just need to take a few weeks and get all that sorted out. I'm also going to start um, pre-recording some episodes or at least planning ahead. I want to plan like the first quarter of 2021 of my business and of content. So I'll be working on that at the end of this month. So that's what I'm working on. And then I want to get a couple episodes ahead uh, on podcast episodes as well. So I can bring you guys even more good stuff. Okay. So that's about it for me business wise. Um, Oh, the wealth Academy is open. There are four spots left. Um, There's about a week left of the cart being open for enrollment. So if it's something that you've been thinking about, it is like start to finish overhaul of your finances. We talk about how to pay off debt and stay out of debt, how to set up a budget, um, everything, 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 saving for big stuff, retirement, investing, we're going to do a home buying 101. So if that sounds like something that you need in your life, I know before I started really being intentional about my money, there was like three New Year's resolutions in a row where I was like, this is the year where I'm going to get my money sorted out. uh, And I'm going to like figure out how to save for retirement and get on a budget. And three years went by and I was like, I haven't done that yet. (laughs) So if that sounds familiar, something like you've been uh, setting a new year's resolution for, um, for the past few years or that you were going to set for 2021, this would be the perfect opportunity to invest in yourself, not just like money wise, but time, energy, wise. 
into doing something positive that's going to help you accelerate that new year's resolution and not like besides the new year's resolution like everybody needs to start taking control for their control of their money and start taking responsibility so it's going to be a fast track to do that so i would love to have you inside um there's one woman inside already and we talked about all of the things she wants to accomplish she wants to buy a new home she wants to get out of debt um, save a bunch of money, get on track for retirement, all these amazing things. And I am just feeling so grateful that I get to have a partner and lead this group class of 2021 of the Wealth Academy. And I'm just really excited. So if, if you have big money goals that you would like to achieve next year, get on in there, send me any questions. You can email me. Um, you can look up the link. I have every detail. Like I'm a type A personality. <laughs> so I put every detail I could possibly think of on the sales page. So go check that out also. And then you can send me any questions. Um, and yeah, I would love to have you inside. It's going to be an amazing time. We're going to be getting after all of our money goals. So let's talk about how to close out 2021. Let's try to do it on a high note. I know it's been a hell of a year. So as we are closing out this year, let's talk about what to do with your monies. So as far as closing out your entire year, I like to do a couple things. The first is a look back on the goals that I set at the very beginning of the year. I also check in on these like every quarter usually, or at least every six months, um, just to make sure that I'm like aligned with what I'm want, wanting to accomplish and also that I'm on track. So for example, if one of your goals was to start saving for a house this year and you wanted to save $8,000 to go towards your down payment on a house, at the end of the year, I want you to look back on those things and say, did I hit that goal? Did I come a little short? Can I put a little extra money toward that at the end of the year? And being really, I guess, kind to yourself about it, right? We just, I just said, it's been a hell of a year. There's been a lot of things that come up. A lot of people were unexpectedly unemployed and couldn't put as much money towards savings goals as they wanted to. So keep that in mind. Like it's been an unusual year. Keep that in mind as you look back on the things that you wanted to save for, the things you wanted to do, or how much debt you wanted to pay off and just be kind with yourself because it doesn't help for you to um, feel guilt around those things or to shame yourself for not hitting those things. It's just a moment to kind of reflect on those things so that we can move on into 2021 with a fresh slate and knowing what we need to do in the coming year to get ourselves back on track and to do the best that we can because things will never go, right? According to plan. If you're like, I want to save 20 grand for my down payment on a house, um, and you save 10 grand, like it's okay. Things don't always go to plan, but having that kind of like control over your money and, and understanding how to budget and manage your money is crucial in being able to make progress in your goals. You don't need to make like a hundred percent progress. It's fantastic. If you do, it's fantastic. If you, um, reach your goals and more, but it's also okay to make 50% progress, 25% progress, because like I've said before in so many episodes, this is a learning curve and it takes usually years to kind of sort out your finances and get to the point where you're feeling like all your ducks are in a row and you're feeling really good about things. Um, so this year, take this year as an opportunity to learn and to structure the coming year to structure 2021. Because if you're like, well, I fell short like four grand on how much I wanted to save for a house, that's okay. You can make adjustments. So another personal example. So I am hoping to buy a house next year. So if I get halfway through the year and I'm like, you know what, I haven't been able to save enough money or, you know, something came up, I had to use my emergency fund and I wasn't able, you know, whatever it is, 
it's not a chance for me to feel badly about myself. And I'm like, okay, I didn't save enough money to buy a house this year. It's just an opportunity for me to make adjustments and reevaluate things. So maybe we rent for another year. That's okay in the grand scheme of things. Maybe we only need to rent for six more months. But again, checking in on those money goals, doing an end of the year review is really a great opportunity to just reevaluate, see where you are and see what life changes you need to make. People get into trouble when they're like, no matter what, I'm buying a house next year. Well, life, as we know, has a funny way of just kind of throwing a kink in things. So something inevitably will come up or you won't be able to reach your sales, your savings goals, or you will reach it. And that'll be amazing. Um, but just being able to reevaluate and not putting yourself in a tight spot financially where you're like, I'm buying a house this year, no matter what. Um, if it's 2020 and you're unemployed, it's not probably the best opportunity for you to do that. So it's just a chance to reflect on your goals. So I would love for you to do that. The second thing beyond just examining where you are in terms of progress with your savings goals or paying off debt goals is to think about where you started this year. Again, this process is a long process. It takes a long time to break bad money habits and it takes a long time to build good money habits. In terms of like, again, trying to feel as best as you can about your money, about your finances and learning to really embrace the process, it's really important and crucial, I think, to remind yourself where you started. If you just started this year, you just started six months ago or last month, I still think it's important to think about what changes you've made in that time. So if one of the changes you've made is you've implemented weekly money check-ins into your life in the last six months, that's an amazing win, right? That's something that deserves celebrating. If it's that you started budgeting for the first time ever six months ago, that's a fantastic win. It doesn't need to happen overnight. And it obviously doesn't usually happen for people in six months where they're like, I did everything I need to do, got out of debt, saved money, did everything. Um, it's a long process. So celebrating those small wins that feel maybe smaller is really important too. And just think about where you started the year. Were you more stressed about money? Did you not feel confident at all? Did you not understand how to save for retirement? Did you not have a strategy for paying off debt? And look at where you are now so you can see that difference between where you started and where you are now. Love, love, love for you to do that as well and celebrate those things. Treat yourself to something nice. Bake some chocolate chip cookies. Whatever you love to do, celebrate the progress that you've made no matter how small. And here's my last note on checking in on like financial goals of like, did I save enough? Also check on your retirement stuff when you're doing that because if you are trying to max out your retirement accounts for the year, see how many, uh, see what your progress is now and if you can put any extra money towards those things at the end of this year to put yourself on track to max those things out or to get to your goal, be sure to do that too. So the third thing that I would love for you to do at the end of this year is to take a look at any extra money that you may have. So of course, I always recommend that you should be budgeting. So if you're filling out your December budget or you've done it already and you're getting towards the end of the month, look at how much money you have left over. If you've got 500 bucks left at the end of this month, make sure you're doing something that's going to help future you with that money. So I just talked about if you can put it towards your retirement account to start maxing it out or to get closer to maxing it out and get yourself on track, do that with it. If you want to put it towards um, saving for a car, saving for a home or saving to start your business, like make sure you're taking advantage of whatever's left over at the end of the year so that you can kick off 2021 on a strong note. How do we kick off the year and set the tone for 2021 to set ourselves up financially to thrive? The first thing I would love for you to do is to envision what future you looks like. 
maybe a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. I also have a podcast episode about this. It was like maybe during the summer. It's called future mapping. So start thinking about who you want to be. This is something that I had to do a lot of work on when I was first starting out on this financial journey because I came from a place of like so much money scarcity growing up and not having any money and not being able to spend money on things that we enjoyed doing or anything that wasn't a necessity. So for me, it was doing a lot of work in this area where it was like, okay, what can I imagine for myself that is bigger than that? And what does that look like in one year? What does that look like in five years? What does that look like in 10 years and beyond that? Because it has been proven that if you can visualize these things, if you take time doing this, it helps build that as a reality for you. So maybe that looks like in five years from now, imagine yourself living in a home that you and your partner just bought. You guys have a dog. Um, you're going on annual vacations. Like Imagine the things that your money can do for you moving forward and think of it in terms of like years from now or next year. It's not just what do I want to accomplish in six months. The whole point of envisioning what future you looks like is because it allows you to kind of map that in your mind and build it as a reality. So make sure you're doing that also. The second thing I would love for you to do for 2021 is put a dollar amount on your savings goals. So this is one of the problems that I come up against when I'm working with people is they don't have a dollar amount for the thing they want to save for. They just kind of have a general goal of, I would like to save for a house, or I'm going to need to buy a new car in a couple of years. And they don't have a dollar amount for what that thing is. So it's really hard to save for something if you don't know how much it's going to cost or how far away that purchase is. So in 2021, start thinking about big future expenses or big things that you want to save for. Let's say it's a house and you want to save 10 grand in the coming year. Put that dollar amount on it so that you have a goal, have an actual like tangible, visible amount that you would like to save for it. So you're not kind of like blindly saving for things. It also makes it a lot easier when you're budgeting, because if you know you got to reach 10 grand by the end of the year, 10 grand divided by 12, that's how much you need to save every month to actually reach that goal. So it just makes it a lot easier rather than just saving some arbitrary amount of money every month to reach another arbitrary number that you haven't put an amount on. So make sure you're doing that. Think about it in terms of like, am I going to need a new car this year? Is my car like crapping out? <laughs> am I going to want to put a down payment on a house? Does my current house need repairs to it or upgrades, improvements? Do we want to do a renovation to the kitchen? Do we want to buy... Um, our daughter a new car, like start thinking about those big expenses and put a dollar amount on them and a date would be best. And on that note too, you don't need to just think about things like savings goals or putting a dollar amount on things happening in 2021 because as I always teach people, the further out you can save for something, the easier it makes it to save for something. So instead of saving for like one year for your house, I have to save 10 grand this year for a house. If you say, okay, I need to save 10 grand total, but I have two years to save for it, then you know what you need to save in 2021 and you know what you need to save in 2022 also. So that's the great part about um, doing that future mapping and figuring out what you need to start saving for that's coming up in the future, new roof on your house, you wanna buy a house, whatever it is, so that you can break it down into months and years and it just makes it a hell of a lot easier on you. The third thing is to start automating some of your savings goals. So if you can start automating like your retirement savings 
Um, you can start automating your savings for those other things we just talked about, saving for a car, saving to go on vacation. The more you can automate those things, it just makes your life that much easier and you can start living after you save money, right? Let's say you get paid and you save, automatically save for all those big things you wanna save for, then you just get to spend whatever's left on like your life expenses um, or on future expenses. And it just makes it that much easier to just automate those things and kind of put your savings on autopilot once you have dollar amounts that you can put away each month and overall, it again, makes your life a hell of a lot easier. And the very last thing, that I would love for you to start thinking about for 2021. You know I'm going to say it. If you haven't put together a budget yet, 2021 is your golden year to do that. Now, people love to overcomplicate a budget. It's the it's on its simplest level. It's money in versus money out. That's all it is. It doesn't need to more, be more complicated, intimidating, anxiety causing than that. That's all it is. So. I would love for you to put that on your radar for 2021 if you haven't done it at all or start thinking about different ways that you can kind of overhaul your budget. If you started this year and it wasn't working out for you, if you're like on variable income or, you know, you have a new job or you have different expenses coming up in 2021, start thinking about ways that you can make a budget fit into your life that are maybe an adjustment from how you were currently doing it or how you started doing it. So something that I recommend to people that I work with is like, if you're on a variable income, those are generally the people that are like, I don't know where to even start because my income is different every month. My expenses are different every month and it's just kind of a mess. So generally I recommend to those people, okay, why don't you budget by paycheck instead of by the whole month? Because as somebody who makes variable income, it's really hard to determine how much money you're going to be making every month. Um, especially for like entrepreneurs or online business owners who are just getting started and don't have like a set amount of money they're making every quarter, it can be really hard to figure out. So for those people, I'm like, okay, instead of budgeting for the whole month where you're like spend an hour on your money and then it all goes to shit halfway through the month because you're making a wildly different amount of money and you have to sit down again, just budget by paycheck or by every time that you get paid and it just makes your life that much easier. So it's making adjustments like that to your budget if you have started a budget and it's not working for you, start reevaluating how you can improve that for 2021. Because again, it's all just like a step in the process. It's all making little tweaks and adjustments as you try things, as you experiment with your money or as you experiment with your savings goals or paying off debt, start making those adjustments. Um, so those are my tips for how to close out 2020 on a strong note, on a high note, celebrating your progress, celebrating every step along the way of any changes you've made and any improvement you've made like mindset wise or budget wise or savings wise or debt that you've paid off and just taking the time to really celebrate those things, budget into your budget, something to do something nice for yourself, buy yourself a Christmas gift to celebrate that's within your budget and be really intentional about how you're spending that money. Treat yourself to a date night, check in with your significant other. I also wanna mention that if you're closing out the year 2020 with your husband or your wife or your partner or whatever, um, start talking about those goals together. So if you guys are both saving for a house, it's a great time to bring up that conversation of like, what are we gonna do in 2021? Do you wanna save for a house? Um, how can we get on the same page money-wise to really kick off the year um, on a high note? And then moving into 2021, start thinking about what goals you want to set. Again, I told you I set goals um, every quarter. I check in on them. So I set yearly goals. I also set quarterly goals. And then I check in on all of those things 
every quarter to see how I'm doing. So again, just to make give a really easy example, if I want to save $10,000 in 2021 for a house, every quarter I'm checking like, okay, how much money was I able to save this quarter? Am I on track to hit that goal next quarter? And is it looking like I'm going to hit my $10,000 overall goal at the end of the year? Or do I need to make some adjustments and be able to save more money, move things around, stop spending so much on groceries? What can I do to reach that goal? So I hope those were helpful for you. And that would be an amazing way to close out this wild ride of a year and look forward to the next year. So that's all for today. And I will see you guys in the, ne- in the new year in 2021. I will be back. Uh, with a revamped podcast with a video component to this. And if you would like to join the Wealth Academy, again, I have only four spots left. We start January 3rd is when we kick off. It's eight weeks long. Um, So if you are interested in doing that and starting the new year off right, doing all these things, setting your financial goals, getting out of debt, saving for a house, saving for retirement, that would be an amazing, amazing opportunity. And I would love, love, love to work with you in that capacity. So I'm wishing you guys a beautiful rest of your 2020 and I hope you have a great holiday season celebrating with your family or again, whatever it looks like this year. Uh, If you haven't listened to my holiday spending episode, it's been very popular. I just looked it up uh, last night. So if you haven't listened to that, put together your holiday spending plan yet, please do so and just kind of reduce the stress and the guilt and the shame around holiday spending and make your life that much easier. So I'm wishing you guys a really amazing rest of 2020. I will still be on social media. So if you want to come hang out with me there, you want to join the Wealth Academy, I will still be around. (laughs) Um, I just won't be as active on uh, social media and in the internet world and doing a podcast because I'm getting some really amazing things ready for 2021. that I'm really excited to share with you guys that is going to be um, really helpful to everybody in the new year. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And I will hang out with you in the internet world.